are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Jack Beckor. He's building a company called Uptime.app. If you want to follow along, it's a five-minute knowledge hacking app. Jack, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. Hi, Nathan. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you as well. What does five-minute knowledge hacking app mean? So very interesting. So what we do, Nathan, is we take knowledge from all different sources. So we, we take from books, we take from courses, we take from documentaries, and we hack that knowledge to condense it down into something a lot smaller, mm-hmm. um, into a unique format that we've created that uh, gives you the whole essence of that book or that course or that documentary in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you know if it's working or not? So there's a bunch of metrics you could track your business on, number of downloads, number of consumed pieces of content, number of active users. What's your North Star sort of metric? So the most important thing is that people like what you're doing. So, okay, how do you measure that? So what's the metric? So, so the, the metrics we use internally, we, we look at hacks per, per DAU. We look at uh, how people are engaging with our platform. We have some internal metrics around what we want to do around um, downloads and users. But actually, the most important thing for us is people on the platform. When we look at it, we can see already because um, we're still very early. We, we really only launched um, uh, later in this year, February time. And we're getting around people completing about eight minutes a day average for which puts us actually probably close to TikTok uh, territory. Okay. Eight, eight, so hold on. So you said your, your number one metric is number of hacks per daily active user. So what yeah. def, define to me what a hack so is. If I could, just, let me just finish the question there. Can you define what a hack is? Yeah. A hack is a five minute summary. So we, we call it five minutes because each of our hacks will take you about five minutes to go through. Okay. Great. And you were going to add something on? So I was just going to say that, um, yeah, so, so we're looking at, at what we can do, hacks per DAU. Ideally, we'd want people to build a daily habit using our, our product on, on a daily basis. So um, How many are doing I mean, that currently? How many daily active users? So, so right now, we're, we are, well, we've got um, about, on a monthly basis, about 35,000 active users. And how do you define active? Do they just have to log in or do they have to consume a certain amount of content? No, they, have to, they have to do a piece of content. Okay, so at least, so least 35,000 people in the past 30 days have consumed at least one five-minute hack. That's a book yeah. review, a podcast review, something like that. Correct. Okay, interesting. Or a course or a documentary, yeah. Okay. How are you getting, like, where are you getting all this content from? Are you paying someone else to curate it for you? Or you guys have your own big internal team doing this? How do you get it? So the, the, we, we, so part, part of the things we do is make sure we get the right content. So that's part of what we do. Um, and we take that content and, and we use a, a mix of machine learning and human curation to bring the whole thing together. So it's a whole 
different things, process, machine learning, human curation to bring a hack. We, we okay. do it that way so we can scale the business. So, okay. so right now we can produce, we can do a hack in about a couple of hours, mm -hmm. whereas someone else would have to read a whole book, do the whole thing, etc. So we have a process that enables us to, to scale that. So, so tell me about that process, right? So everyone knows uh, the book, uh, The Intelligent Investor, one of Warren Buffett's favorite books. It's, it's in your screenshot in terms of what you guys recommend. Walk me through the process you use on that book where you don't actually have to read it, but you're able to pull out the top insights. So, so we, we have our, our, we can take the text, we have our machine learning, we go through what that is. We also cross-reference that with a whole bunch of other things. I'm like not going to go into each part of that detail, but we go uh, across the web and across a whole bunch of other sources about where that book contextualizes and sits. And we, we bring that all together to, to find what are the key points, the key elements, and what are the things that we need to take out. And it's then reviewed by someone who's actually read the book and, and we'll check and double check what's in that and, and produce How do you that. find the person that read the book? Uh, we have, a, we have a, a, a system that we've created that enables us to do that. Well, I assume that, but what is the system? How, how do you find that person? Um, we, I, I mean, we, we have people that um, can go out and, and look at people with subject matter expertise in different areas. And we, we build a, a, a team of people who can do that. So, so I guess who, who was the person that did the final review on the intelligent investor? Uh, I don't know the actual person who, who did that, but it would have been someone within our team. So it is someone who's full-time on your team? Yeah. Got it. How many, the final how, review? Yes, absolutely. How many people are on your team? Um, we have 45 people in the business. 45. Okay. You just got going. So you must've raised a bunch of capital to get this thing going. Yeah. Right? We raised, um, 20 million. Okay. So 20 million bucks. And, and you must have some background that enabled you to go out and tell the story and raise 20 million off the bat. Yeah. Tell me more. I'm missing a part of the story here. So, so Nathan, um, we, um, I've done, I've done this before. So this is not the first time that we're, we're doing something. The last business I did, uh, was in the HR space. It was in the well-being space, and we did mental, physical, social, and financial well-being. What was the name of that company? It was called LifeWorks. Okay. And uh, we built that business over four years. Um, we touched 13 million employees and had a 100 million ARR revenue, mm -hmm. uh, which we sold in 2018-17. How much had you guys raised to build the 100 million ARR? We raised at the time uh, seven million U GBP. Okay, so I mean, then pretty, I mean, pretty capital efficient. Then was there any was this traditional SaaS margin where of the hundred million, it had eighty five percent margin, or did you have a bunch of people you had to pay out or a big? No, we cost had we had we were we were services, so we had both uh, people. Oh, I see. SaaS. I see. I see. I see. Got it. So services company in the HR tech space, uh, you guys, I'm, re I'm reading as we're interviewing here, right? So, so it looks like That's this happened more and more now, Shuffle Inc. acquired that company in 20, 2018. Company. Correct. Yeah, why did you guys sell that company? Why was it the right time to sell? Well, um, it's, it wasn't about the right time to sell. Actually, we were just gearing up for our next phase of growth. Um, and when we went out to the market, uh, everyone loved the company so much. No one wanted just to put a slug of money in just to help grow the business. They wanted to acquire the whole company. Mm -hmm. So we we just went. So we just went and and sold. And point. did you sell? And it's, what was your role there? By the way, I'm reading. Jamie True was the CEO. Uh, some other folks. What was your? I role? was a CFO at, at the. At uh, that business. I see. I see. 
Okay, so see a thought that company, um, you guys raised 7 million, you grow GMV, you end up selling. Now, did you sell for, I guess, more than 1x of that 100 million GMV or under? More. Yeah, more. We, okay. we sold for three, 325 million. That's great. Okay. So, and, and so how this is, this is relevant because there are a lot of SaaS uh, founders or will be SaaS founders listening right now that start off in services or agencies. And they're always wondering how to value their agency when they go to sell it, to move into uh-huh. SaaS. So what multiple, if you sold for 325, what multiple is that on your, like, how was it valued? Was it top line services revenue, bottom line profit? Um, so actually it was a mix of both. Okay. So okay. we, we were, a, we were a profitable business, but we chose to sacrifice profit for growth um to 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 really make that go on steroids um but when when it came to the purchaser the purchaser would be anyone looking at the business would be looking at well you're you're a mix of tech and services so your tech will probably be valued at blah and your services x so we'll come up with a multiple i think in our case it was um three and a half times Got it. So the blended multiple is three and a half times bottom line trailing EBITDA? Uh, of top line revenue. T- forward looking or trailing forward 12 months? Looking. Oh, wow. Forward that's looking. great. That's great. That's not horrible at all. Very cool. Okay. So this is this is why you are now able to go launch Uptime App, tell a great story here and raise 20 million off the bat. Now, do you have co-founders at the company? I do. Yeah. Okay. How so many? I have Jamie, who, it's two co-founders. Jamie, who I've actually worked with for 20 years. So we've, we've done, we did LifeWorks together. We did a number of other businesses together as well. So, so it's just you and you and Jamie are the shareholders right now, along with the 20 million investors. Uh, and then we have uh, Patrick, who is also a co-founder of the business. So Patrick, he, he's had a, a long career at, at Google, um, most recently at Facebook, where he, um, he, he had a very senior exec role uh, in EMEA around growing their partnerships and for Instagram and Instagram TV and Facebook watch. Um, so he's joined us as well uh, as a co-founder in the business. And are, so okay, if the three co-founders, three co-founders, where does James true come into the picture? So James is, is a partner. He is uh, the guy I've worked with for 20 years and uh, we, we, Built, we, we, we did LifeWorks together and we're doing uptime together. But you don't call him a co-founder? Call him a co-founder, yeah, I do. Oh, you do, so there's four co-founders? No, three. James, so James, and, Jamie James and Jamie are the same person? Same person. Perfect, got it. So three co-founders there. Now, did you guys just go, you know what? We don't want to argue. We're just going to go 33, 33, 33. How do you have the equity conversation? It's always tough. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's very interesting. I think the most important thing about uh, any equity conversation is that you're fair to everyone involved. And that's the most important thing. And you, and you have to also recognize what each person brings to the table. Yep. Uh, the other thing about that is timing. Timing is also very relevant. So it depends at what time people get involved mm-hmm. in the business as well. So someone getting involved a lot later will probably have less of equity than someone coming in right at the start. Yep. Okay. So you just get going this year. You're, you're, Partner up with your buddies again, which is great. You guys raise 20 million bucks. You can go conquer the world here. You're already at 35,000 monthly active users. You're helping people again consume stuff, whether it's a documentary on YouTube or a famous book or anything else. You're helping them consume or podcast that would consume this stuff very quick. What's the revenue plan? How do you make money here? So revenue is subscription. Mm-hmm. Consumers uh, or, or companies buying this for their employees. So consumers, um, principally. Uh, I would imagine if companies wanted it, we wouldn't say no. Mm-hmm. But uh, pr- principally, we're going after consumers. Mm-hmm. And have you uh, launched pricing yet? Or are you still pre-revenue? 
we we just launched pricing so it's very early days for us so we've just started going out with a subscription product um early indications look positive very positive for us uh we have to celebrate if you've passed your first customer though had you have your first paying customer we have yes we do there we go first paying customer okay and so what are they paying um so uh we we had a founder offer for people who came onto our platform okay um so right now if you came onto our platform you could get a 50% discount so usually it's 7999 dollars a, a month or a year? Okay, a year a year so you could get it for 36 3599 a year okay. Right. okay okay got it so we're talking like you know it's like 650 a month sort of deal uh will be full price yeah full price yeah okay how did you come up with pricing? There's a lot of people they don't know how to launch the it's pricing page. Really it's like a hard. guess. It's, it's really hard. You, you know, Nathan, it's not like, oh, boom, here we go, pricing. We did a lot of research around pricing. We looked at a lot of different businesses to see what they're doing. We also spoke to um, both Apple and Google around pricing. And one of the key things I would say is you have to test. Um, cause you need to know what, you know, where your price value point is as well. So, so one of the things that we're going to be doing is testing pricing. And so how we go, are you using any interesting software to test that stuff dynamically? Or are you just manually hard coding this stuff? Um, yeah, we do use software. To, Who do you use out of curiosity? Um, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Fair. I, I, I do know that we, we probably use about um, 50 different software platforms. I believe it. Uh, I believe within, it. within the business to help us grow. And I think in some areas, it's probably even more. So, yep. but yeah, we do, we use a lot of different third party software uh, yep. platforms to help us with that. Let me get a sense of growth. We know you're at 35,000 MAU right now, but talk to me, you know, June's about to wrap, wrap up here. How many, I guess, I guess the right question is, We'll sort of go down the funnel here. How many total downloads did you guys get on the app in June? So we did, just so you you know, within the first 100 days of launching, we did a hun- We got 100,000 uh, signups. 100,000 downloads of the app? 100,000 signups, not downloads. Why sign-ups. would those be different? Because someone who downloads doesn't necessarily sign up. So how many total downloads? So we can understand how many uh, with the conversion. Okay. Um, I don't have that number right okay. now. Okay. But it, but it, 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 was, it would have been higher than the 100,000. Got it. What would you be, based on what you know from other industries, Google, et cetera, what would be a healthy conversion rate from a download to an actual sign-up? Uh, from download to sign-up, I would say healthy is about 70% sign-up. 7-0? 7-0. Oh, wow. Interesting. Why would someone download but then not sign-up? What's the friction? Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that either, Nathan, but yeah. people do. Hmm, interesting. Okay, so... so oh. Some people, I think they feel they don't want to register for a product. Some people will have different reasons. I don't know. Okay. So how many new signups will you add in June? Um, it's a very good question. Uh, I think we will probably, <coughs> uh, right now, I think we'll probably add about um, 15,000, maybe mm-hmm. 20, something mm-hmm. like that. And, and what's the biggest issue right now with converting 100,000 of these signups? Like you have a drop off, right? 35,000 are the only still active ones, the MAU number you gave me. So there's, you know, you're losing 60, what is that, 65K there? Yeah, How do you re engage? Right? Conversion rate. C- correct. My question to you is that, like, what do you have to do to get more of those signups to stay active, to be included in your, in your weekly and in your monthly active user number? Have a great product experience. 
Mm-hmm. Why are they dropping off currently? Do you how, how do you do you, do you get any feedback from people that stop using you? Do you have any way to do that? Uh, no, not right now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, cool. So so got it. So um, folks, are scaling. So you have your first. How many total customers do you have right now that took advantage of the founder plan? Um, so, so we could because we've just been a hundred days since we we launched. We have. Oh, I know you're early. Yeah, and we know you're early. I'm assuming it's a small number. Right. Experience. It's really, it's really early. Yeah. So how many? You're past one, but you're still early. So I'm not expecting a massive number, but I, but I am curious. Oh, I, I um, it, it's it, we've got several thousand people who've subscribed. They're paying customers. Yeah. Can you break ten thousand subscribers this year? Paying subscribers, you think? Uh, I think we'll easily do that. Interesting. So, so how do you manage cash, right? You've, you've hired up, you're hiring ahead of growth and the growth is coming. Now it's a lagging indicator. It's coming behind that growth. Do you, do you go raise another round, you know, early next year? We will be raising another round early next year. Yeah, for sure. That will help us with growth. There's a lot that we need to do growth with products, with languages, with um, different territories as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot that Yep. Do you guys think, you know, obviously in SaaS, whether it's really consumer or B2B, the magic number is that million dollar run rate. Do you guys think you can get to that by the end of this year or at least maybe early next year? Uh, mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it might be too early because we, we started later in this year. So yep. I don't know if we'll get there. Yep. Yep. I mean, I have you right now at, you know, a couple thousand customers call it maybe five, six thousand at 50% of an $80 ACV, right? That puts you guys at something like 15 or 16,000 bucks into at least a divert like SaaS revenue right now per month. So it's a nice, yeah. a nice yeah. chunk of capital right out, the, right out of the gate to sort of prove some of your points. Yeah, it's, an, it's a good start. Are they churning? Do people stick? Uh, so far, people have stuck. We, we haven't seen much churn at all. So when did the first person start paying? What month? Uh, in May. Okay, so so okay, there's really only been like thirty to sixty days here. So no, we haven't we haven't had enough time to. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What would be a, what would be a warning sign for you? So if you get the June cohort data and X percent churned in June who signed up in May, what would be a worry? Some number. I think the 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 worry would be if our if our actives are going down. That would be a big yeah. big for us. Actually, yeah. really, we just care about growth and ensuring that the the cohorts are going up. Yep. Uh, it's really about stickiness on the product. People liking what you're doing and coming back, building a habit. Yep. Every yep. day, getting five minutes. Get your five-minute hack a day, Nathan. That's what you need. Yep. I hear you. Okay. Last question before we raise up. People always, valuations on first round, it's a combination of things that are not science. It's very much art. You guys had a great background. You probably had much more leverage than most of my listeners, but just help me understand how you thought about negotiating the valuation on the first round pre-everything, yeah. pre-MVP, pre-revenue. Yeah. It, it, it's it's really about having a track. The, 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 more, the bigger the track record you have, the, the higher the number you can go. And that's yeah. it. That's really what it's down to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really what it's down to. And most people on that first raise are selling between sort of 10 and 20% of the business. Were you guys sort of in that range? Yeah, mo- most people would be 10 and 20% of the business. Yeah. And, and were you guys in that range? We were in that range. Okay, great. Very cool. All right, man, let's rock up here. Jack with the Famous Five. Number one, favorite business book? Um, what They Don't Teach You at Harvard Business School. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Mm, um, no. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building up time? Favorite? Online tool for building up time. Uh, Google Workspace. Number three, four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? 
probably about six. Okay. And situation, married, single kids? Married. Any no. kiddos? No kids. No okay. Doggos. How old are you, Jack? Sorry? How old are you? 52. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, uh, it's a very good question. I think I knew it all at 20. <laughs> and now I still think I know it all. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there you have an uptime app that came out of Gates Blazing, raised 20 million bucks, uh, sold 10 to 20% of the business to do that. They're trying to help consumers go in and engage every day to get bites of information out of their favorite books, documentaries, et cetera, but much faster. They've got 35,000 monthly active users, meaning they come in and engage and download at least one sort of summary per month. They have over 100,000 signups over their first 60 days here. Uh, they've got several thousand people, but less than 10,000 paying um, $80 for the year, but at a 50% discount for that early tranche. And they're hoping to hit that million dollar run right here in the next 12 months before going out for another round of capital early next year. We'll see what happens. Jack, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks. Thanks.